All Sports Talk is next. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk. On this Monday, Jeff. Yes. We got music going. Oh, yeah, we big got time. music on. <laughs> there, he's finally found the right button. <laughs> Here we go. Good afternoon, sir. How you doing? Jeff Jordan and Tim Tackett uh, manning the microphone. Darius uh, from Chattanooga is at the at the helm, running the show. We have the full one hour at uh, six eight nine three fourteen fifty. If you'd like to call or text, we'd like to get that involved. Uh, region football starts this week, Jeff. The, the preseason. In the pros, uh, people fuss about a lot, and, and but uh, high school football, the preseason counts. When I say preseason, pre-region, but very few teams have played a region game so far. But this week, uh, everybody does in Rutherford County, at least that I know of. Well, I, you know, in the in the pros, it, it, it's funny how we do things sometimes in this in this country. All, all I heard many many times, and so did you was that um, we couldn't have a playoff in, uh, in, in, in uh, college football because people would have to stay out of the classroom too long, and we couldn't have that. And we, we couldn't play more than nine or ten games. We couldn't do that. And then, of course, as soon as the money got right, we began to do it immediately. And now we're talking about extending it still more, and it won't be any time until it'll be eight teams and maybe even more than that. We may see more than that. Uh, well, and the professional ranks I thought that four preseason games I, I didn't think it would ever be over you know we would just play it, it seemed like we just played all the time preseason but we had to have those four games boy we had to have them I mean we had, very important then we go to three and we don't nobody says over <laughs> well but they had the regular season game they're still playing 20 dates that's correct they are they are that's right and and, and the fans are paying for 20 dates whether it's three preseason or four preseason or two preseason or whatever it happens to be that 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 was the from a fan standpoint a real rub and, and i get it I, I i do think it's kind of a uh, ripoff sounds a little bit strong but it, well they also said that they needed those four games to decided to decide who was going to be on the final roster and and you know and that was a lie sure they didn't need those four games matter of fact i would say they could get those rosters done by the end of of the training camp they could get 90% of it right 
before before they played the first preseason game. They knew who was going to be on. Now, there's four or five spots up for grabs. I'll grant you that, but uh, not many. Are you one of these people who go to preseason games and hoop and holler and carry on in, on a third and two and just like the world is coming to an end if we don't get them stopped? So far, after 77 years, I have managed to avoid that. Uh, I have been to one. I've, I've been to some Titan games over the years. I went last year uh, to the Kansas City game. Um, but to, no, I, to answer your question, no, I don't. And I barely, I watch a little bit on TV, but not much. I don't watch much, but uh, the, somewhere this weekend, one was on. And it was first quarter. And like I say, somebody was at thir- third and two. And people were up roaring and carrying on like it really mattered. Right. That the second team running back beat the third team tackle. <laughs> For a game that doesn't matter. Well, the I did see a little bit. I saw a little bit of the Titans game, and and but last night I did catch Pittsburgh for just a few minutes, and the Pittsburgh quarterback, who I guess I know he's at least the second team quarterback, and he may be the third team quarterback for all I know. I don't, don't really know, but Pickett is his name. I like I love that name, Pickett. That sounds well, maybe that doesn't sound that good. Come think of it, but anyway, that's his name. But and he drove, and I think they they scored. And uh, and the crowd was really with him, even though he's not the starting quarterback and not going to be. He's but he's the he's the guy he's a rookie that's been drafted to be the quarterback in waiting. That is correct, and he's and he played at Pitt. Yes. So right down the street. So okay. So they're very excited about him. So maybe that's part of the reason that you get you know. But I don't think Tannehill, the Titans. I don't think he's taking a snap. Has I don't he? think so. Uh, I don't, and I, Tom Brady hadn't taken a snap. I don't think either in preseason. Maybe Tom Brady did. didn't even take a snap at the practice that Bucks and and Titans had against one another. So, but for some players, Jeff, you know this to be true. It's it's everything. Yes, it is. It's very important. I agree. For the what is it, fifty-five man roster or something like that? Yeah, for, fifty-three. For I think spot. Yeah, fifty-three. That's I think that's right. For spots forty-eight, forty-nine. 50, 51, 52, 53, the, those five or six spots that they, they don't know who it's going to be when they go into the spring, into fall camp. Those spring, those fall games are really important. Titans have, um, I, I, kind of, I guess I foresaw this, but not really. But I did say something about it last week, and that is about their defensive back safeties and so forth. And they have given numerous players tryouts back there for really, really second-team duties mm-hmm. and relief duties. I don't know who they're going to select. So for those guys, very important. Here's what I'd say about that, Jeff. When they do select it, you still don't know who they'll be. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> and by the way, yeah. I, I, I saw crawling across the bottom of the screen at one of the games the top 100 players in the NFL right now. Okay. By, by ESPN's rankings, I'm not sure who did it, but the, whatever it happens to be. 34th best player in the NFL, all all defense, offense, whatever, Kevin Byard. He was 34. 34, which I, I, I know that he was well-respected across the league, but, Jeff, that's that's pretty tall cotton right there. That is tall cotton when you've got, you know, you've got uh, 22 starting positions plus kicker and, and maybe a couple other things, and he's number 34. I think that's, that's very impressive, yes. He's also paid like it. He's paid very well, and he should be. Should be. All pro safety? Yeah. That's right. He's so, a good player. And he kind of brings up that, that star ranking coming in. He was a two-star athlete that uh, wanted to go to Kentucky, 
they didn't have a spot for him, so he signs a middle, and the rest is history. Well, he very entertaining, very uh, uh, efficient, smart, very smart player in the defensive backfield. There's no question about it. He he knew what he was doing. It's all right, we've, we've done all the pro football talk we need to do. Let's take a break, come back, and let's get to high school. Then we got to get to Middle Tennessee, who opens its season uh, Saturday uh, at James Madison in Virginia. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back for more on Sports Talk. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family well, Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away down. and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now You're offers right. many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast no. and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com well, and, and you can send an order to anybody as a gift is it for this all across commercial? this nation. You can send an order to anybody Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com. Every team knows which play that be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you by combining your auto and renters. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. With fans heating and air, Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. We have a phone call on the line, so let's go there. Welcome in. Hello? Well, until we get the right button pushed, Jeff, uh, let's let's go through the little... Jeff, are you there? I'm, I'm here. This Jeff is here. <laughs> We've got uh, Oakland, Stewart's Creek. Kind of hard to see that one turning out to be much of, uh, of a real contest. Stewart's Creek has struggled early in the year, and Oakland is just pulverizing people right now. Uh, the, the game of the week, Blackman Riverdale. Jeff, that's... Uh, Going in, you, you kind of think of that the game for second place, and we don't want to discount anybody. They, Blackman and Riverdale, they'll all have their shot at Oakland, but that may be the case. But it's a huge game for both those schools. It is because it's very likely, and I'm sure that other people will not like this comment, but whoever wins that game has an, has an excellent shot at second place. And then they will not have played Oakland yet. So either, either one of them have played Oakland yet. So I, th- I think that's how big that is. Uh, I think Riverdale will be probably slightly favored, but uh, uh, the the Blaze beat Gallatin last week. Um, 
gave up a few points, but also scored quite a few themselves. I know this is not the Gallatin that that you know used to be, but they're still. I'm trying to think. Gallatin won its first week against a pretty good football team, yeah. so I think I think Gallatin, even though they're not Calvin Short good, they're 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 plenty good. Uh, yes, I think so, and and so it's hard to say. Well, just because they beat Gallatin, you know that doesn't that doesn't mean anything, or that means a lot. I don't I don't really know. We don't know how good Gallatin was, but I'd say that that speaks well of the Blaze, and. Uh, I think it'll be a good football game. Yes, Riverdale at two and zero going into that football game. Uh, I think you're probably right. There is no handicapping in high school football. It's not legal to bet on them, and uh, even though maybe maybe somebody does bet a cold coke or something like that, uh, who might win? But uh, Riverdale probably a slight favorite, but it should be a really good football game. I would think so. Yes, and uh, and Blackman one and one, uh, Oakland two and zero, Riverdale two and zero. And of course, we've got a full schedule of, of of everybody. Everybody plays. All right, let's try the phone call one more time and see if we can get this thing worked out. Hello. Nobody home. All right, let's go on. Uh, Siegel two and zero. Jeff has been a while since they've been two and zero. They'll take on Rockvale. That that's a game that that probably is for jockeying position for that. Maybe third, fourth, fifth spot, don't you think? Entirely possible. Um, and I don't know who, who would win that game. Um, uh, they both um, – Rockville has, has a loss, right? They're one and one. I think that's right. And uh, and Siegel two and oh. I, I would think that Siegel might be slightly favored. Clearly, both those teams are pretty good. Don't you think that th- this game may determine – go a long way to determine who gets that – Fourth playoff spot. Get four. You almost got to think Oakland, Riverdale, and Blackman are going to be one of three of those, don't you think? I would. I would think that that's correct. That has been correct in in recent years. As as and I, I'll brag a little bit on us. Um, but I don't think it's just us. <laughs> but I think we've picked the, the spots the last three or four years. Every single one of them correctly. Right. It's hard. It's. Right now, it's not hard to pick Oakland first. Right. Uh, defending state champion t- twice removed. I think the, the winning streak now is at 32 games. Uh, so, and haven't lost a region game, Jeff, since Hector was a pup, as they would say, 2014, I believe it was. Um, I, I, and I still, I still believe that that they've got an excellent shot at another undefeated season. I, I really believe that they do, even though they probably will be challenged by somebody and. You know, you never know about these things. But uh, um, I, th- I think going undefeated in high school football is ex- is extremely difficult thing to do. You've got you've to have ten nights where you, you are fired up, ready to go, firing on all cylinders, avoiding, and, and this will beat a lot of people, bad weather. If you are dependent on one certain thing, you can't do it because it's pouring down, rain, whatever. Um it takes a lot of things to go unbeaten, but I, I think Oakland will still do it. I think and, they will. And for most teams, it's the depth factor, but that's been Oakland's real strength, don't you think, is the depth that they happen to have and, and being able to play kids last year to get them ready for this year because the games oftentimes are so out of, out of the line that they can get that second, third team some experience. Yes, and I, and Coach Chrissy was so deep on at least two of those years that I can remember fairly recently is that he not only did he – did he do it? He planned on playing two quarterbacks, 
and that's something that a lot of coaches just will not do if they can if they can avoid it. They just will not play a second quarterback, and 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 he's done it, uh, uh, and intending to do it. So you know he's pretty deep. Yes, Smirnoff to a really good start. They're two and zero, and they've been impressive with their two wins. Uh, they got to get through Cane Ridge to win their region, don't you think? Yes, and that will be extremely difficult. There's no question. You think we're ready? Let's try the call one more time. Go ahead. Well, Jeff. He talks just very, me and you, brother. He whispers. <laughs> uh, Laverne, unfortunately, 0-2. And not a lot of light at the end of the tunnel, it doesn't appear to me. No, I'm afraid not. It, it, well, I, I don't know. I've, I've run out of... Well, hope, I guess, for Laverne, I suppose. I, I sure would like to see them right the ship and be a competitive football team, which which that has happened, but it's been pretty rare. Last year they got off to a great start in the region because they opened with teams like Antioch, who's who they opened with uh, the region this this time around. And, Jeff, I imagine Laverne, even at 0-2, is going to be favored to beat Antioch, wouldn't you think? I would think so, yes. And and I didn't mean to say that that they missed the playoffs entirely or anything like that. No, it's entirely possible. But they they're just not uh, uh, well. Let's put it this way: putting them in the Nashville region has helped them a lot. Okay, because there are no Oaklands, as far as I know, our Riverdales, our Blackmans. It's much. not nearly as deep. There is a Cane Ridge, which, which is in One team. in that conversation a little bit, but. They would be the one, and Smyrna would be the second yes, team. Yes, yes. And uh, like I say, they've been very impressive their first two games, winning. Uh, so the dogs with a chance to get season starting well. Eagleville with a win uh, Friday night. Middle Tennessee Christian School, who looked like a state champion the first week, turned around this week and get get beat by Grace Christian. Yeah, and I, I really hated to see that because, uh, but I think they'll rebound um, without any question. Um, I, and I think that because of the of the coach, and I think he's he's ready for, for, for this sort of thing to happen to him, and his team is ready too. They're good, they're a good football team. They're going to win some games. There's no question about it. Now, Eagleville went all the way to Houston County, which is you know it's not it's not the the end of the world, but you can see it from Houston it's County. It's Aaron, right? Big pardon. It's yeah, Aaron. It's in Aaron, Tennessee. That's right. Um, and uh, or Aaron's in Houston County. Well, either way, <laughs> Better way to it's say a long that. way. It's up near Springfield, up that way, and uh, they uh, uh, played evidently very well. I, I think they were very pleased and overcome a, uh, uh, an injury in week one to one of their better players. And I don't, he's not coming back anytime soon. And then they still won. So you know, I think that's good for Coach Walker and good for his team. Great that the kids are get, getting out, able to play football, and the crowds are picking back up, Jeff. And in COVID or things like it, right now in the rearview mirror, and hopefully that's where it stays. You know, in the case of Eagleville, I'll just throw this out there. Um, and th- there was a lot of talk, of course, as you remember, when they decided finally to put uh, Eagleville on the map with football. And uh, uh, and a lot of people said, well, they can't win in football, they, and they will not win in football, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and Coach Sharsh proved that to be wrong. They went to the playoffs. Coach Carson did the same thing. And Coach, I think Coach Walker has been in the playoffs uh, 
five, I'm, I'm guessing, but I'm, I'm within a year of being right, five of six years that he's been there. He's been in the playoffs. Uh, and I think that's, I mean, they, they're a competitive football team. Time to take a break. Chip Walter with the Blue Raider Insider Report comes up next. After that, we're going to talk some Blue Raider football as they open up against James Madison on Saturday. You're listening to All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. (laughs) Run! (laughs) Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. On 24 East at Bell Road, all that traffic making its way out uh, through Rutherford County. A little bit of radar out through Rutherford County earlier. It's heavy out here on all the major outbound routes. This weather not helping rush hour traffic at all. It's uh, pretty slow going here on 24 as you head out back towards Clarksville. 65 has been running slow, especially as you get up around Vietnam Vets. With a huge demand for dental assistance, Dental Staff School says they'll train you, help you get a job as a dental assistant. Google Dental Staff School. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net risolutions.net and make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.
Well, good afternoon, everybody. Coming up tonight at about 6 o'clock, so about 30 minutes away from right now, we'll have our first of 12 installments of Rick Stockstill Live from the Boulevard. It is 6 o'clock on Monday nights, except for two occasions when the show is moved to Tuesday. One of those will be next week because the Boulevard is closed on Labor Day. But tonight, we'll get underway at 6 o'clock with the head coach of the Blue Raiders talking about his 17th opener as head coach at Middle Tennessee. And a tough one it will be as the Raiders travel to Harrisonburg, Virginia to take on the uh, James Madison Dukes. Uh, The Dukes... Uh, have won a 1AA national championship within the last five years. They also are making their move up and is their transition year to F. BS football, and they will be a member of the Sun Belt. Also on tonight's show, Dave Rigert, who is the voice of the Dukes. He'll be uh, there to give us a little thumbnail on what to expect this weekend. Also, Jordan Ferguson is our player guest, so be sure and uh, look forward to that. Other games around the league this past weekend, week zero, there were three games on the schedule, one non-conference game, but had good local interest. Western Kentucky uh, beat Austin P 38-26 seven but that game was a good bit closer than that austin p played very very well former blue raider quarterback mike delello led the governors in that ball game as their starting quarterback western kentucky a little more pedestrian without bailey zappy back there swinging it and throwing it around everywhere charlotte traveled to fau for a big conference matchup and got their doors blown off 43 to 13 former blue raider uh, offensive coordinator brent dearman now the OC at FAU. And North Texas traveled to UTEP at halftime. North Texas led 14-13 over the Miners after the Miners had taken a 7-0 lead. But then North Texas put the brakes on UTEP and beat them 31-13, shutting out the homestanding Miners in the second half. So that's a way things look right now around Conference USA. Coming up on Thursday night, FIU has their season opener against Bryant. Louisiana Tech travels to Missouri Thursday night. And uh, again, Missouri was supposed to be in Murfreesboro this weekend, but uh, we all know how that played out. Also, Alabama A&M will play at UAB at Progressive Stadium Thursday night at 7 o'clock. William & Mary plays at Charlotte on Friday. Then you've got Houston and UTSA on Saturday. UTEP at Oklahoma. Middle at James Madison. And then night games, Rice at Southern California. Florida Atlantic at Ohio U. SMU at North Texas. And Western Kentucky will take their shot at the Hawaii Rainbows. All right, in soccer, Middle Tennessee and Belmont each scored one in a Sunday night draw at Rose Park. Facing a one nothing deficit, Christine Leike scored uh, the Blue Raiders' first official goal of the season in the second half. Middle now 0-2-1, and Belmont now 1-1-1. And, and in volleyball, uh, Middle Tennessee wrapped up their first tournament of the 22 season by blanking Nevada 3-0 at the nest. Seniors Kayla Henley and Kaylee Oscarson helped set fire to their opposition, uh, earning Sacramento State Invitational All-Tournament honors. Middle goes 2-1 on the trip to Sacramento State. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. Be sure and join us at the Boulevard coming up at 6 o'clock. Rick Stocks to Live. If you can't be there, it's right here on WGNS.
general vehicle upkeep and maintenance, or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Colvin Financial Services. Let's take care of a little personal business first, Jeff. Uh, I want to give a shout out to John Hall, Hall's Auto Care, uh, Greg. And John, uh, the guys uh, take care of things at City Auto for me, uh, buying cars and, and Hall's Auto Care. John had surgery today. Um, I hope things went well. It was on his ankle, I believe it was. But uh, anyway, shout out to him and, and uh, th- hoping things went well. Jeff, you had something you wanted to kind of Yes, just, I just want to let Lee Colvin know and his family know that we're thinking about them. Lee, of course, suffered a, a, uh, a death in his family this past week. And, and just let him know that you and I are thinking about him and, and, and others. And it, it it'll it well, it, it it's 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 very sad. But just let him know we're thinking about him. We love him. Riverdale and Oakland 50th anniversaries this year. Jeff, they celebrated uh, Riverdale earlier in the year, two or three weeks ago, I think it was. And you, you and I both heard that, that things went very well there. Absolutely. Um, I both schools, as I understand it, and I have not I have not talked to John Marshall at Oakland at all. Uh, the principal. I have talked to Miss um, um, Blair at Riverdale. I think they have a, a number of different things planned during the year to celebrate their their 50th year of existence. Um, and and I don't know how they decided to do what or when or where, but Riverdale did something on Friday night a couple of weeks ago uh, with a with a preseason game and bouncy toys and lots of food and all that kind of stuff. I think it started about 3:30. And went on into the night, and uh, and they had a big attendance and did well. Um, uh, and I think you, you you can comment on the Oakland theme because you were there. I was there. It's Friday night. Uh, every principal was represented that ever been at Oakland High School, either by being present as as I was able to do. John Swafford was represented by his daughters. Uh, Gail Blair represented by his daughters, and then the other principals were able to to be in place. And then every head coach. Were there, and it was, it was just great to see Fran Hughes, wife of Ray Hughes, uh, who the stadium's named after being there. Uh, Marty Uvard has business to take care of at NBA. His daughter, who lives in Rockvale, uh, was there to represent Marty and uh, other head coaches as well. David also good to see David, uh, great guy. It looked like he could still coach. He didn't want to, but he said <laughs> he's doing good. <laughs> So uh, it, it's good to see all those people. Yes, and 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 well, you named a lot of people in there uh, uh, at, at Oakland who, who I haven't seen in a good while that I 
that I really love and and, and respect, uh, particularly Marty Uvard, who's uh, MBA, the Big Red is tough. Yeah, they, they, are, they really are. They are they are on a roll. They're two and zero, and they they really look good. But that's got nothing to do with uh, the, him being at Oakland and the state champion there. And of course, um, uh, Gail Blair's daughter Melissa was a Riverdale basketball player and an excellent student, very popular. Uh, people like that, uh, uh, you know, you just um, I, I I love David Alsopy. <laughs> He's just one of those guys that was funny without ever intending to be. I mean, he was just an interesting yeah, yeah, guy yeah. and could surely coach and prepare a football team. And um, I don't know if uh, – I, I would like to get together with a lot of his former students and players and hear John Swafford's stories from the old Central days and Oakland days because he he was – he was an old school administrator, in no question, and coach. I, I can't mention all, or won't mention all, but another that I'm glad to see I hadn't seen in a while is Bruce Hicklin. Bruce yeah. it, it was in Oakland a long, long time, and, and uh, principal at Pulaski for a while. Yeah, and um, uh, I was um, well. Uh, he was he was an excellent radio guest too, uh, and I I just enjoyed him. He was he was a very good guy. Drove the bus for county recreation. For a long time, um, it's just this is well. When you if you stay in it long enough, and you and I both stayed in it long enough, you sure meet a lot of great people, don't you? You really you, you do. do. You do. Dr. Jimmy Sullivan, new director of schools there in Oakland grad. Dr. Kelly Chastain, former Oakland teacher, who is now the director of uh, instruction at uh, for Rutherford County Schools, both there along with a few board members and, and other dignitaries, I should say, including my wife. She's does very well to go to a football game on a Friday night, and uh, there she was. <laughs> well, I'm uh, just very proud of Riverdale and Oakland, uh, and the 50-year anniversary, it's it, it's impossible to think, for, for me yet at least, I have trouble really realizing that it was, it's was it been 50 years. I mean, you know, I was there year 2 through 11 at Riverdale, and uh, uh, and and we, we we went back out to honor the Phil Watts and named the football field for him, which I had a small party and I didn't ar- arrange any of that or anything. Others did the work, but um, I was driving out there and then I did, I suddenly realized as I was driving out there that the players that were going to be there that night and boy there was a bunch of them to honor Phil were in their sixties. And I thought, what? <laughs> How is that possible? Nobody is in their 60s. But obviously that's not true. And the same is true with Oakland. Well, it, it, it was a great night. The weather cooperated, which was really good. And then Oakland turns around and, and wins uh, another game against Madison, somebody, somebody from, from um, out of state, which happens a lot. Oakland, Lipscomb, schools like that, Brentwood Academy, have trouble finding schools to play, Jeff. I know they do. Uh, uh, I'm I, I did a little, I don't know, research, is that the right word, on that team of Mississippi. They are, uh, I think, defending state champions down there in their division and maybe two-time defending state champions down there. And we're, and someone, to me, just last night, as a matter of fact, described them as the Oakland of Mississippi, if that makes sense yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, I, I got it. And, and I thought, well, I, I don't know anything about them at all. I couldn't tell you where they're from or anything about it except if you say Mississippi, okay. But uh, the Oakland whipped them up pretty good. Well, the, the the key to this whole thing is this: if Oakland's trying to find teams to play, if you're going to come from Mississippi to play at Oakland, and that school's having trouble finding people to play, I, so they must be 
pretty good. Phone probably doesn't ring a lot. <laughs> hey, we want to play y'all. No, no, you don't. I'm not going to make a call. <laughs> well, it's a good time having them all. I think you might know the answer to this. In 50 years, how many how many state championships do those two teams have combined? R- Riverdale and Oakland? Uh-huh. I think the answer is eight. That's bigger than that. Well, then it's nine. It's bigger than that. State championship football? Oakland has six and Riverdale has four. Smyrna has two. I, w- I did not think Oakland had six, but if you say so. Okay. I looked at the TSSAA directory. We'll go along with six then. Me, so I, I well, that's 12 state champions. Uh, in and, the 50 years, that's that's right at. Yeah, and they started having it, an actual state champion recognized, play it, settle it on the field, state champion, I believe in 69 or. Uh, yeah, I believe Something that's right. Something like that. I believe that's right. So. And we've been there more than that. Uh, Oakland has lost two or three. Riverdale both has have lost been, five. Both have been there in nine nine championship games. Okay. So that's 18 championship games. And Jeff, that's that's over 35% of the times that the state championship has been played at the top division of Division One that either Oakland or Riverdale have been there. And Jeff, because they're in the same region, they both can't be there. That's right. That's correct. There's no way to play each other in a state championship game. Well, uh, I was – until Oakland won it last year, I think that was the first, the second time that we had had back-to-back champions. Smyrna was a back-to-back champion, mm-hmm. and then Oakland now was a back-to-back champion, and they're looking to go to be a back-to-back-to-back champion. So we'll see if they can do that. I have no idea. We'll find out. And our good buddy Gary Rankin is making things happen down at Boyd Buchanan. They've, they've locked down two big wins already, and uh, uh, it looks like he's got his mightiest touch going there. Well, <laughs> I... I would think we'll see Gary in the playoffs and maybe maybe deep in the playoffs. We shall see. We shall see. Middle Tennessee goes to James Madison. That game was scheduled late. Middle, middle was supposed to host Missouri. Uh, Missouri bought out of that game back in the spring, uh, so Middle gets paid not to play Missouri at home. But uh, So ended up having to go to James Madison on the road. James Madison, the newest one of the newest members of the Sun Belt Conference, they, their first year to play in, in uh, the upper level. Uh, but a very good football program it should be a good football game, a close football game, and middle will have to play well to win. I did not check. Mm-hmm. I, I, probably in today's USA Today, maybe tomorrow morning they'll, they'll have the Las Vegas line, whatever that is. Um, but I, I think we, my, my grandson, who knows everything, and he actually he does know everything, I found out, he said we were six-point underdogs, I believe. Is that right? I believe that's right. He said that last night. Um, so I, I I thought, well, you know, I don't I don't I'm not going to be betting on it anyway. So well, the I one thing we care. don't know going into most every football game this year is how good either team is. Our right. team, Northwestern Nebraska, for example, on Saturday, right. uh, Nebraska was favored by uh, several points. Get beat by Northwestern, uh, so it, it's hard to say going in. I, I can't argue the point that we shouldn't be a six-point underdog, but I do have confidence Middle Tennessee will win that football game. Yeah, the, Nebraska played that. Um, was that game in Ireland? It was over the over the pond someplace. Yeah. I um, I, I think if if we name, I don't know who you'd name. I, I, maybe maybe you you have a team in mind. But when we were young men, and I do remember being young at one time, 
and a team that has fallen from grace and never really recovered uh, from years after years of winning would be Nebraska. They've gone downhill and they've stayed there. Now, we've had some others that have done that a little bit and maybe never come all the way back. Um, uh, somebody wants to talk to me. I wonder why. Somebody's mad at me. Um, I think you can see Arkansas coming back. I believe you can see that. UCLA and USC have been back at the top some, but Nebraska. Yeah, I think I think there's no bigger case of, of being at the extreme acme of the whole process and, and now for the last 10, 12, 15 years, a non-factor. I think of the uh, Indiana University in basketball being that way. Right. Uh, Indiana IU has not fallen that far, I don't think, as Nebraska has, has done in football maybe, but – Jeff, they were always in the conversation of the top five, Boy. ten teams in the program. When's the last time you really saw Indiana yeah. be be a factor at all? I know I, that that's correct, and and Nebraska's that way. I mean, there was a, a number of years in there, and under two different coaches, they just didn't lose. I mean, you know, they might lose every once in a while. They lose a game. Well, Tom were, Osborne and Bob Devaney uh, both were were there. Oh. They, they, you say they just you you can mark down that, that's back back when they play ten games so you can mark down eight or nine wins every year maybe ten national champion maybe uh, certainly the top two three four five teams in the country I don't know what the problem is because we were we were there for a game uh, you and I were but yes. that played up there it's fun mm-hmm. atmosphere by the way sea of red I know that and uh, there wasn't going to be any uh, any upset that day uh, although we played tough for a half didn't we yeah, yeah, we sure hung did. in there with them for a half. Um, but anyway, that, now that guy whose name I think is Foster Frost, Frost, well, Scott Frost. Frost, and he was from somewhere in Florida. And well, it, he's an alum of Nebraska. He played there. Well, they, they really wanted from, him badly to to come up and coach a football team and so forth. Well, he's going to get fired. Well, I don't think there's any question he is. You talk about a long plane ride home. He and that coaching staff had to have a long, long, long. <laughs> That's a half a world away, isn't it? Let's fly home, boys. It's only 10 hours or <laughs> whatever. Well, a lot of time to regret. Knowing full well, because he's already on the hot seat, and now he's he's on the ejector seat, I would well, guess. Well, there were a number of sports magazines, which I actually do read, that thought that that he had an excellent chance to open up 6-0. Uh, uh, yeah. Pretty good things have been predicted for Nebraska. It's it's hard not to fall into that trap, if you might say that. It, 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 it's Nebraska. You got to pick them to beat Northwestern, right? Right. Just like if Nebraska plays Vanderbilt, even though they won huge against Hawaii, Nebraska's got to beat Vanderbilt, right? Right. I don't think so anymore. Well, okay. <laughs> Vanderbilt did beat Hawaii, though. My gosh, they mauled Hawaii <laughs> badly. 60, what, 63? To, 63 to 10, I think. So, and he was 14-7 at the end of the first, first quarter. So the, they outscored him the rest of the way. <laughs> 50-something to three. Very impressive, but... Yeah, they won't, there won't be many of those, but it, it did happen this hey, time. if it happened once, you got to enjoy it. Well, you can't, you can't be 1-0 without winning that first game. That's correct. All right, let's take a break. Come back and uh, talk a little more middle football, possibly, and maybe talk about the Major League Baseball as well. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. 
the top question I get around town? How's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. On 24 East at Bell Road, all that traffic making its way out uh, through Rutherford County. A little bit of radar out through Rutherford County earlier. It's heavy out here on all the major outbound routes. This weather not helping rush hour traffic at all. It's uh, pretty slow going over here on 24 as you head out back towards Clarksville. 65 has been running slow, especially as you get up around Vietnam Vets. With a huge demand for dental assistance, Dental Staff School says they'll train you, help you get a job as a dental assistant. Google Dental Staff School. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk. Good folks there across the state of Tennessee. They're local, uh, locally owned by the, in the state. Uh, First Bank, fine sponsors of All Sports Talk. Brian Baird has supplied us a little bit more information, Jeff, about uh, the, the reign of Oakland, Riverdale, Rutherford County football. Am I right? 27 out of 28 years? In a, 25, I think you said. 25, something oh, like that. Yeah. It, that they've been in in the the court the semifinals are better so it's been it's been a huge run for sure um, Jeff before we get into Major League Baseball just a bit any further comments about Middle Tennessee your thoughts about the game at James Madison and then and they go to Colorado State and play Tennessee State at home I, I mentioned last week the possibility is there to be three and zero this is not Nebraska well <laughs> not Alabama it's not uh, LSU it's not Tennessee it's teams that uh, out of conference that are winnable, but uh, they're going to play well to win. But I think they could be three and zero. They they could be one and two. They could be zero and three. I guess. Well, I think I think we've got a reasonable chance to win to win any of the three or all of them. If that's if that's sitting on the fence enough, I guess we'll just have to say that. Um, we normally we have. A really good matchup with Tennessee State University, and there's some added things there because this year that that have not been there uh, was not there last year because we didn't play them last year. Uh, with Eddie George being there and them putting in new emphasis on their football team, which is fine. But before that, back m- many decades, we had serious rivalry mm-hmm. with with, yeah. with 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 them. Um, and so that you know, we got a, we got a shot to win that. Now these other two games, we don't know how good James Madison is, uh, Colorado State, or we we don't know uh, for sure. And they probably don't probably having trouble getting information on us too. Well, um, it's, it, those picking those first first week or two games, Jeff, are doing so much of it on on the fly, especially with the schools like James Madison, Middle Tennessee, Colorado State, the Alabamas, Georgias of the world. They think they got it beat on that and probably do but uh who's to say 
How many teams have we seen predicted to be in the top five, Jeff, that end up out of the top 25 altogether? Right. Or vice versa, somebody comes in from left field. So, right now, it, it, it is a great unknown. Well, all I can tell you about James Madison University is that they have a beautiful campus. Well, I've, I've been on their campus. That's it. <laughs> I don't know a thing to worry about their football team. Uh, I'm trying to say they won 10 or 11 football games last year. They, so they did. Yeah, I think they did win their division or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And won AA, for lack of better terms. Uh, so, uh, very respectable program that's there. And, and they'll, they'll be a formidable opponent. There's no question about that. But uh, Middle Tennessee, fair to say, needs to win that football game. Well, I think you can make a mistake. Not not that you, you wouldn't make this mistake, but you can make a mistake by judging a football team by their name yeah. and their mascot and maybe where they're located. You know, what I mean, conference they play in. Uh, yeah, yeah you, you can make a real mistake doing all that because it's – these people are going to put out 22-plus players that I can guarantee you will be competitive, I would say. Braves are off tonight. Uh, update us on their chances of getting to, getting to the Mets. Well, I, I had great ho- hopes that we would catch them by the 1st of September, and we, and we were definitely headed in that direction, I think think we got it down to two games at one point uh and it's i think it's three now i believe um but a lot of it i mean the mets have continued to to win uh even if and if the braves lost one or two then you know the mets seem like they won um so i think it's three now but we do play them again um i think three times i believe which is good and we got a whole month to go, so you know, there have been leads blown much bigger than that. Uh, and I'll ask you, does – I mean, I, uh, it, it, I think they're going to the playoffs. I, I know they are. Sure. And, uh, and some other good teams will be there as well. Uh, so and you can win your way through the playoffs, as they just did, and can be world champions, and that can happen. Um, I was really disappointed in them the last two nights. I mean, they're – their relief pitching, particularly um, Jensen, oh, he was awful. I, he was just terrible uh, two games ago. I mean, he couldn't do anything and got beat. Um, but he, he's also pitched very, very well for a long time and is heading to the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about it, not as necessarily as a Brave, but just as for a career. He has, he has a ton of saves. So – Maybe that's a fluke. We talk about hitters going into slumps, Jeff, but we don't really say that about pitchers. But they they clearly can go into slumps as well. Yeah, I, I would. I, I would. I think that's. I know that's true. Um, and if your pitches, it's it's hard to imagine if you're if you're on the mound and 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 you're throwing very very well, uh, and your fastball is six inches off where you'd like for it to mm-hmm. be, you're probably going to watch it go over the wall it's, by somebody. It's because there's a major league hitter in that box, yeah, right? That's right. There's a major league pitcher on the mound. But I think you and I both would agree. The pitcher that, that makes the perfect pitch is likely to not get hit by the, the batter that has the perfect swing. I think that's probably right. Uh, and I now we've also talked on this show, and he, and he did just about everything wrong. On Thursday night, he hit a battery, walked a batter. I mean, he gave him all these runners and everything, and finally somebody put a little wood on the ball and advanced the runners, and they scored. 
Um, but you cannot, you can't give a good team extra outs. You just, you just can't do it. And he got the first guy out. So I mean, you know. And then last night, Swanson hit a three-run home run to take a lead, three to two, and we turn right around, and a guy hit a three-run homer off of us, and we lose six-three. So the one thing that uh, has been successful in Atlanta for sure, wildly successful, left Turner Field, which was a tremendous ballpark. But moved out to Marietta to Truist Field, I guess it's called now. And Jeff, that's been a roaring success, don't you think? Yes, I think so. I, I, and it's um, the, the the Braves have a very entertaining ball club, and he has kept the, the manager, who I'm not a I'm not a big fan of his necessarily, or or their well, I think a lack of fundamental baseball sometimes. But he's done a very good job with them, and he has his. The Braves have overcome uh, so far, uh, not only overcome but advanced their fortunes, even though they've lost two or three starters, two of them for a lengthy period of time, and neither one of them are back yet. And there, and he has he's had others that have been out. So we'll see. You, know, you got that guy with a DUI. I mean, good. Gosh almighty, how, how dumb can you be? You know, you're making millions of dollars and you can't go home before 4.30 in the morning. I mean, you know, but anyway, that's that's over. All right, the countdown is on to Rick Stocks to Live, first program of the year, uh, right here on WGNS Radio at 6 o'clock. Uh, we're going to get out of the way, and Monty Hill will be back in for All Sports Talk tomorrow. Have a good rest of the day. All Sports Talk on News Radio, WGNS, has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.